0: This podcast is only possible because of your support. Please consider donating, if you can, using the links in the description box. I'm Elia Hopper for the Beirut Banyan. I know that the flavor of the week is focused on the fuel scandal back in Beirut. How could it not be? Outrage is the most natural emotion people can feel right now. However, the deeper you dig into why a scandal is shocking, the more you see why we have so many of those. Besides the obvious knowledge of most parties in power about these dealings, there seems to also be some reluctance in prosecution. I'm sure we can talk for days about the judiciary in Lebanon, hopefully in future episodes. I also know that even though I've had disappointing interactions with the Lebanese laws, my case is far from being typical of how dysfunctional they can be. This is a privilege I'd like to acknowledge for this episode and the following ones as my voice may not be the most representative, but it's the one that was lucky enough to be in your ears right now. That was possible because of two things. First, having a platform that was willing to host me, and second, me choosing not to be silent. This choice might not be obvious to many, especially those who were never sued for their opinions. This is why I'm also choosing freedom of expression as my first topic in this series. This week in Lebanon, several people, including journalists, were asked over for an investigative cup of coffee. Besides how repulsive that act is, reminding us of practices we'd like to think we left behind, I'd like to talk about the state of freedom of expression in Lebanon. A bit over a year before Thodo, I remember attending a talk by the legal agenda, where the newly proposed law regulating print and electronic media was discussed. Long story short, many were criticizing it for a number of reasons, of which I'll mention two. First, any person found guilty of libel, and that is tainting someone's image with no proof, can be put in prison. In many countries around the world, jail time is no longer an acceptable sentence for such offenses, and is usually replaced by monetary compensation. Second, the law was described as elastic, meaning it could be bent to fit some situations and forgive others. The situation in Lebanon, as in many other countries, is also ripe for many slap suits. These are strategic lawsuits against public participation, in which powerful entities sue journalists to make an example out of them and dissuade them and others from speaking out. Some journalists in Lebanon have been each sued more than 20 times in the span of five years. I'm saying all of this because this was the first thing that came to my mind when I opted to express my opinion on this podcast. I even promised a good friend of mine that I would go over my words before recording them as if I were a lawyer, looking for anything that might be used to sue me. And trust me, I don't mean to offend anyone, but there is a fine line between criticism and a libelous offense in Lebanon. I also agreed not only because I believe in journalism as a necessary practice for democracy, but equally important is freedom of expression in general. Many might argue that not all expression is worthy, valid, or even legal. We might disagree, but there's no way to find out unless we talk about it. And since effective communication is mostly done online now, that is pretty much under the jurisdiction of our laws dating back to the 60s, pre-internet, and even the birth of all of my cousins combined. For this reason, the situation in Lebanon, especially post-Toto, is ripe for discussion. No wonder we had so many of those in the Jesuit parking lot. We're bound to disagree, especially given how our civil war was put on hold. I was only born after that, but all of my inquiries on it centered around the feeling of everything is better than violence on the street. I do agree that this is a pretty low bar to aim for, but that false dichotomy of violence versus silence can't rule us. We're not alone in this learned helplessness, especially when you survey fellow Arab citizens who sometimes feel nostalgic to days where their political liberties were compromised, but could enjoy a safe country. One of the things I learned in Thodo wasn't only the need for free speech because at some point we have to find common ground and can't do that if we don't listen and voice our own thoughts without the fear of prosecution. It was also how I needed a re-education on what voices to pay attention to. First, let's talk about loud voices who refuse to engage. Those would be your typical diva who has inflammatory opinions and disrespects anyone who doesn't agree with them. This disrespect can range from not taking any questions from the audience, dismissing questions as silly, or just ignoring them altogether. Even if you agree with such people, would you really want them as the face of your Lebanese brand? I learned to keep those on my radar, but not endorse them, even when I agree with their content. Second, let's talk about those whose voices reflect issues you might not think are urgent. Cue in everyone who thought THODA is not the time for LGBT and migrant issues. Again, you might not agree, and boy have I heard those. And that's okay, we don't have to agree, but at least let's listen to their grievances. What if they were shared, such as the lack of affordable housing or medical care when unemployed? Whomever that faction represents, even if they're not a majority, wouldn't you want to understand what the problems of the country you both live in are? I decided I did, and it's been an extremely eye-opening journey so far. On that note, many have reached out asking me how they can engage with this podcast. First, thank you all for your kind words. It means a lot. Second, just like this one, more episodes are coming up, focusing on a given theme. If you feel your Lebanese story is linked to that topic somehow, or that your opinion as a Lebanon observer is different from what you heard, do reach out. You can send me a text, a voice note, or we could even schedule a Skype call. If you'd like your thoughts to be heard, we can agree on how to feature them in upcoming episodes. Let's keep talking. Elia Hubbard, signing off for the Beirut Banyan.